0: Of the middle-aged white male Podcast is about to start.
1: Yep. You gotta get on that podcast.
0: Yeah. You just embrace it.
1: Trough. Trough? <laughs> Trow? Yeah, like Trough. What about T R O U G H Trough.
0: Yeah. It's like slough Tough. and slough. T O U G H. What about Slough and Slough? You gotta just slough it off. But what about the Slough of despond, isn't that slough? Aren't they spelled the same
1: way? S-L-O-U-G-H? Yeah, I think so. Slough.
0: I do believe I'm speaking out of my proverbial ass. I'm not even sure. Okay, a slough or a slough is a swamp, but uh, what about slough it off? You gotta yeah, slough it off.
1: I slough it off.
0: You know, we grew up in very different worlds, I think.
1: I mean, that word is a word that I, I recognize, but I'm also wondering like, it's, something seems a little off about it right now.
0: Or does it seem a little slough about it? Maybe. It's really slough. <laughs> slough off. S L O U G H. Yeah. To get rid off. of something, a skin or a shell. <laughs> to shed, you know? Yeah to treat it as unimportant or do not i mean that's the
1: main the only context i think i'm used to hearing slough it off slough it slough it off is like skin sloughs off yeah your body right after some injury or something a
0: cicada you know they slough off the outer layer
1: yeah Sloughs off. I've never heard like slough it off, like shake it off. Like, oh, you just got hit in the head with a ball. Slough it off. Let's really? go.
0: That's my main. Well, I I would say they're co-equal.
1: Yeah. That one doesn't exist in my world. Maybe that's just because it's a sports, more of a sports term. I haven't played too much I didn't semi-organized uh, sports.
0: I didn't associate it with sports necessarily. Doesn't mean that's not where I heard it. A lot Right I didn't associate Could it with Could be that. anything Like here Politicians sloughed off the issue Is the That's like the third
1: Is yeah, a dictionary just, dot Cambridge I, I've probably work. just Never taken uh, Never taken note You you sloughed off the word slough I did <laughs> I sloughed off the slough That's
0: so meta man You sloughed the slough That'll teach you. Yeah him. that's
1: pretty much my, my way That's your M.O. It's my M.O. I, I'm, I go meta meta. Now that crank Zuckerberg's fucking muscling in on my territory. <laughs> <Is> it, <laughs> that crank. You that called a crank. him a crank. <laughs> cr- I think you're the crank, I think. <laughs> Probably.
0: That's, again, your M.O., the crank calling the crank a crank. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Jesus.
0: But Slough, what about Slough or Slough? Same spelling. You're aware of that one?
1: Well, like where you like mix two things together, make a slew?
0: No, not like a shoe. Shoe. Sh- shoe. 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 Not like that.
1: S-H-I-W? Yeah,
0: S-H-I-W or S-H-U-W. Shoe. 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 It's like, hello. Shoe. You know?
1: You waving from the doorway, sure.
0: The mailman comes by, he waves,
1: sure. I don't think that's ever happened to me. No, never no. saw
0: a mailman come by your home.
1: I do, but I usually just go, ahoy, hoy. Uh,
0: well, that's that dialect thing. Yeah, it's fucking central Pennsylvania, man. It's weird shit up there.
1: Rest of the rest around these here parts, sure. You know. Okay Yeah that's the whole uh, Northern Virginia dialect
0: Yeah that's how we do it Now you would never heard <laughs> You never really Associated slough Slough it off like to treat something as unimportant Don't let it affect you too much You never heard of that so much
1: Yeah but, I'm not used to Hearing it that way or thinking of it that way But you
0: would never it, also heard a Stick song According that, to you very true until you were like 21 years old or something something like that
1: yeah i I was a little younger than that it was in your car i never heard i was unaware of the band sticks but yes i didn't know the song mr roboto i have retroactively admitted that like after listening to sticks with you and then later on realizing oh they do mr roboto this is all coming into sharp focus now
0: so then, you had heard Mister Roboto?
1: Oh yes, I definitely heard Mister Roboto. Okay. If you had said to me, "What band does that?" I would right. be like, "I have no idea. I just know that that song." Right. I,
0: I am almost a hundred percent positive that I never played that song for you.
1: Yes, I'm. You probably have not. Well, it was in uh, Caught in the Act Live, which okay. was a staple well, of watching. Right.
0: All so, right, but that's that's different. That's a little different. That's playing the movie, yeah, right. not Watching the just listening to the fucking song. Yeah. I don't think we once ever put on Kilroy was here as like, yeah. Oh, it's Friday nights party time. Right. Like let's we're, put on
1: Kilroy dr- was here. Yeah. We're driving to Ohio and we put this cassette right. in the deck. Right.
0: Don't yeah, let don't... it end. <gasps> no. <laughs> you know? Haven't we been here before? No, shut up. We need any of that shit. We'll get into that rotten business. That's a different show. That's a yeah. different shoe, Brad.
1: That's a different shoe don't we need to get into that. Off the business.
0: Shoe. Have now, but I'm getting to a point here. It might take a while. <laughs> sure, sure.
1: <laughs> have you ever heard of uh, Bob Seger? I, I yes. You know the name? I definitely know the name. I'm I'm sure I know the song. So what is it? Like a refresher.
0: It's a song?
1: Yeah, the song Bob Seger.
0: How does it go or who does it?
1: Do you have any clues? Um Billy
0: Billy Boo.
1: Bob Seger, the great American Dreamer. Something like that?
0: Yeah. You had Dreamer right there, the great American Dreamer. You had it.
1: I had it, but it fell right through my fingers. Like star systems. Yep.
0: All right, so you know the song. Do you know anything else about the two words Bob Seger together?
1: Um... (laughs) I'm trying not <laughs> I mean, to give you any. You know. Well, the reason I'm doing this is because I just heard something about him like last night. So him, it's a person. Yes, the person Bob Seger. Okay, something it's a about there we go. He got like arrested for something, or he was like an activist of some cause, specific thing. I was watching, and they name dropped him. I feel that completely... I just saw that last night, but <laughs> I can't quite place.
0: it. Well, that's freaky how the universe works. Yes. Um, now retroactively, like once you heard the song lady and I'm sorry, I know that we've been over this and Mm -hmm, over this, mm -hmm. but you know, it's important to me. Yeah. Retroactively, when you heard the song lady after some time, were you like, yeah, I've heard that or come
1: sail away. Any other stick song? Definitely not come sail away definitely not come sail away like <laughs> well here's why i know not they're most sail away. Pop- because
0: of fucking south park
1: because when it was in south park i was like i don't know fucking know what this is to be honest i didn't even know it in south park you're like come sail away come on you have to know it it's even in south park and i'm like i watch south park but i don't know what you're talking about wait and then ba- ba- eventually in the 90s, i heard the I said that? come sail away thing and i'm like yeah i missed this one i never even heard it here I, like I said that the universe that, was conspiring to keep that song out of me until you came along and just smashed the universe's yeah, plan. Take,
0: take it. Just well, yeah. I thought you were going to say smashed it in your face so you couldn't slough it off. But no, I smashed the universe. I like that better. Um, but you're telling me that you, you, <laughs> you hadn't, you hadn't even heard South Park ridiculing the song until then, like I showed you South or told you about South Park.
1: Someone did. I can't say it was 100% you.
0: But somebody, whether it was me or not. And yeah. you're like, no, I still don't know this. <laughs> right. I don't even know the South Park making fun of it. Right. <sighs> you know, uh, Pete Frank, there's this VHS tape going around. Were you aware of this, the first episode? Like the pilot, not even, I guess the pilot. Oh yeah, people... it was
1: like, it wasn't really even a pilot. It was like their weird short film they put on right. the internet. Like... But it was they this was made... going
0: around on a vhs tape yes through film school and like we got our hands on it and watched it was oh i remember hilarious. it yeah
1: yeah yeah i definitely do
0: how crazy is that that's how things had to get around back then. I know.
1: Then. oh so, i remember things getting around on vhs tape i was part of that culture like what time. else well like you would go to star trek conventions <laughs> that was my to this <laughs> now this is when i was with it okay <laughs> I mean that's how with it I was. It was the early eight it was the 80s, oh, early 90s and I was trafficking in like underground VHS tapes. You got to admit that's a little bit with it. For oh, Real.
0: That's that's a little bit with it. Sure. Um
1: but yes, you, you know that the, was a the, big The inroad may have been
0: a little weird but or not weird necessarily but a little unwith it. But yes, yeah. some of the yeah. outcomes were certainly with it.
1: I mean, I probably not, but yes, bootleg VHS tapes being available there was a big, big part of that.
0: What were they oh, bootlegging sure. at that day's regional Star Trek?
1: So it was kind of like anything. I mean, it would start with obviously like Star Trek content. Like, here's a VHS tape that just has like all the random shit today you would find on YouTube. Oh, you want to see like. It might be just loaded with random Star Trek stuff from TV. All the like parodies from SNL and, oh, some bloopers. Here's like interviews. You know, William Shatner was on Good Morning America to talk about Star Trek 3. Like just random stuff. you You got to be
0: really on your game to record that stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, once that aired, that episode, you'd never see it again back then. It aired once, live. That was it. You want to go back and study it. Right. You know, with some kind of, like, rabbinical level of scrutiny, like us Star Trek fans wanted to do. You just threw out rabbinical? I did. Like, over relating
0: to a rabbi?
1: Yes. Like, the way rabbis will study and debate, like, the Talmud, it's, like, similar. Like, we're going to study, like, deeply what... You know, uh, Walter Koenig said on QVC about playing Chekhov when right. he was like selling his like I am Chekhov like plates collection.
0: So we can that way they can like crack the code of the stock market.
1: Exactly. You need you need this is all the supporting material. You need it all, right? Yep.
0: All of, well. It's very. <laughs> if anything's macro, it's the fucking stock market. It's a living, breathing thing.
1: Yeah. It's people, Brad it's people mm-hmm. i do have a vhs tape of i still have it here somewhere of david lynch's early works that i procured at a star trek convention wow like the alphabet the grandmother like all that
0: stuff. six guys puking on themselves
1: yeah yep it has all that stuff on it wow
0: the um, amputee or is that yes. too late is that
1: no, I believe the am the well maybe the amputee. I guess I'm not 100 percent sure. I might be. There's definitely one with Catherine Coulson, but
0: she was grandma, wasn't she? Also, wasn't she maybe. grandma and a, a a grandma with an amputated leg? She played both those roles.
1: I'm not sure, man. Yeah, I gotta I'm go back. See my up. my rabbinical study you is failing me now. Fire
0: up the <laughs> VCR, man.
1: Yeah, get this going. I do have a VCR here. I'm saving. I did not throw it out. I got one right specifically because I'm like, I have a lot of VHS tapes here.
0: Yeah, you know, you know, I'm down with that.
1: I mean, I want to digitize them and then maybe get rid of the VHS tapes or at least have them digitized so they're in some way saved. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, that's a lot of work. It is a and lot they're of work. And they are only taking up maybe like 10 cubic feet right all of these like vhs tapes and the v i'm like just let that stay that might here's another way to okay, 40 years ahead. from now we'll just throw it out and or, save myself the trouble
0: here's another way to look at it you're it could be argued that you're selfish maybe more than selfish by saving those because what you're doing is making work for somebody after you die which is kind right. of a dick move
1: But I'm imagining the work is just throwing it in a dumpster.
0: There's choices that have to be made.
1: Yeah, that is true.
0: Trust me, it's, I mean, well, you know, man, it's, you gotta make all those fucking choices and that's, that's the hard work. Right.
1: (sighs) Well, what if I did digitize them? Yeah then what happens to them
0: well i'm halfway through this process and I
1: they're on a fucking like portable hard drive like like i mean like after i die you know what i uh, mean
0: i see i see well you upload them all to youtube and then uh it's the universe's problem and yeah i don't care about kicking the universe in the balls a little bit i already smashed Mm -hmm. its plans once
1: i mean half these vhs tapes you've probably already digitized Other copies of them.
0: Maybe. Maybe. But here's the thing. Some of these, some of them might not be whole. Maybe you have. Right. They they got. Somehow. This is where we
1: get into the rabbinicism again. Right. 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 Like which, which take, which edit of this uh, film do I have versus you have, right? Uh, And future historians (laughs) will like have a nomenclature, you know, In version BK7, it goes this way. But in version AW2, it goes, like, this way.
0: In version very good, it goes this way. In version very, very good, (laughs) it goes this way. Which I do have those literal tapes. And it's like, oh, God. Because, you know, me and Joss Whedon's early works, there's different fucking versions. And then, like... You know, you had to do... This was linear editing from a VCR to the camcorder. So if <clears throat> I wanted to make an adjustment or something, I had to re-edit the whole film. Or, knowing that I only could do this a certain number of times before it just became too degraded to watch, I would use the source material, as the um, existing cut... Mm-hmm. On VHS as the source material, and then edit that to the camcorder, and then oh here's where I wanted that shot. Edit the shot in, or there's a whole scene missing at the end. Edit that scene in. So yeah, you don't know like what's what's going on with your copies. They might not be identical, and who knows? Like there might be sh- like outtakes at the end because we taped over some other tape. Like yeah, no, very, know. very
1: true, very true.
0: Which seemed like throwaway shit at the time, but. Now it's gold. It's gold, mm-hmm. and it's only gold for a little while. Once we're dead, it might turn back to shit. It's weird. How, it's like a bell curve.
1: It, it's, it, it's, go it's ahead. It's very hard for me to mm-hmm. imagine that this next thing I'm going to say is real. Okay. But when I took... Is this when you were tripping balls in India? No, no. Okay, a different story. All right. This th- is That was at the when... Malthorn
0: Convention, right?
1: This was actually in college.
0: And you had a day off and you went wandering around like some sort of mouthy maniac.
1: Yeah. I have been known to do that. Yeah. But no, I'm just commenting on the fact this use of tape and like nonlinear or linear editing, like being the norm, like, <clears throat> like when we were in school, like we had to do that still. Yes. Like, that was the assignment. It was, like, shoot this on videotape, and then you go into this special lab that has these, like, tape editing machines, mm-hmm. and you're going to edit it. Yeah. And I remember being, like, holy shit, this is amazing. Like, yeah. you punch in the time code, you, like, dial it in, you can, like, you know, have the little knob back and forth, get it just like you want. You hit the button, and it, like, like does it. You know, you, you punch your in and your out times or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even remember how it worked exactly, but... It, it was just so weird. Such a cuss. Because meanwhile, <clears throat> doing stuff not for class, I was using a fucking computer to edit that shit. Right. Me too. Non-linearly.
0: Yeah. The tape machines didn't seem that crazy to me. They were definitely a step up. Because <clears throat> we were using time code. Yes. And going VCR to camcorder. You weren't
1: using any time code. And- you weren't using camcord. There could be little, like tracking issues when mm-hmm. you cut from one scene to another yep you couldn't dial it into the exact like frame you wanted you, very easily you
0: couldn't dial it into the exact second you wanted
1: right right exactly but i, yes. I got the
0: timing down because there was a
1: <clears throat> man
0: there was like a uh i not quite a three second delay so you press play On the VCR and Mm -hmm. here's your raw footage now okay Mm -hmm. I'm about to we're out in the woods I'm about to shoot Joss Whedon you know and then I watch that several times I count it to like okay I know where I want it to start Mm -hmm. I raise my BB gun or something right when I raise my BB that's when I want that shot to start and so I rewind 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 watch it five or ten times time it all out okay ready to go now because really you only get one shot to do it because if you try to do it again now you're eating into the camcorders version because you gotta play it safe a little bit so you're chewing off little bits of the last the previous shot on your finished tape Mm -hmm. every time you do it so ideally you only do this once so I got the timing down you press record You press play on the VCR you wait for the moment, but you wait for a moment that's one, two, and bink. So it's about three, but it's just a hair under three beats right. before it actually engages the recording mechanism. So press play on VCR. Wait for the moment. And now you're waiting for the moment that is two and five, six beats before the moment you want it to record. Press record. One, two, and and if the I'm raising the BB gun right at one, two, and BB gun raised, then I know I've got it. That's how every edit had to happen.
1: Right. Well, and it's tricky because you're counting, but like unless you are in like the movie uh, tenant and you're like going backwards, like you're counting to something that hasn't happened yet. Right. That's right. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's very. Bizarre. That's why like, I had
0: to do it like five or ten times. Right. Because it's like. You yeah, to practice the exact moment. It's, yep. like, okay, it's going to be about where I grab the BB gun. That's going to be t- yeah. two and five, six seconds before where I want the shot to start. And then I play it again and I do my count one, two. No, it already happened. Fuck, it's not there. Rewind. Count it again. <laughs> It's all very non specific. Yeah. So I, I remember, yeah, go on. Well, just graduating to the machines at school was nice because it took that, like, yes, the subjectivity out of it.
1: Right. It was, it was you're using the same ultimate process, right. except it was a precision tool. Yes.
0: Which was great. That was all I was going to say. Please yeah. continue.
1: Well, what I was going to say, I think when I would do those, like home editing, right, without the professional deck on the VCR, You could hit record, but then you could pause the recording and unpause. And that would be a relatively smooth, semi-instantaneous action.
0: Much, much smoother.
1: You know, you would get that weird VHS jarring cut thing, right? It looked more like a natural switch between shots. But that pause only worked... For so long. I don't remember how long. Five minutes, ten minutes, minutes. one minute. Something like that. If you have it paused for five minutes, the machine just says, oh, I'm stopping. Like, you've had it paused for five minutes. Yeah, it's engaging
0: that weird little pause head, and, like, one of the heads is, like, against the tape. So it's like a safety mechanism. It's like, uh, no, you're just pausing here. You're going to fuck your tape up, and it would just
1: disengage. Yes. So you had to make all of your, you know, each shot you were adding to this. You had five minutes to do it. In right. essence. it was always like a race against the clock mm-hmm. like okay first shot in now a second shot like yes third shot can I keep doing it fourth shot well the fourth shot is all the way at the end of the tape okay let me fast forward let me find it quick I'm gonna five minutes discover exactly where I want it to be yeah <laughs> it was craziness
0: it was and like those were the
1: days man those
0: were the days Mince and if you were editing this thing over a period of a month you couldn't do that right and i mean that's, you could, that's why i use well i mean you could get those fucked up <laughs> you get those fucked up things but that's why i used the camcorder because that and i was and i was pausing on the camcorder by the way playback mm-hmm. and then pause and then disengaging the pause still had a two and five six second delay but it had that smooth edit
1: yeah
0: um so at least i could like I would find my next shot on the VCR first and then engage Mm -hmm. the pause of the camcorder. Gotcha. And the camcorder was fucking beautiful. I couldn't believe it when I discovered this. I think I was reading through the manual. Read the manual, people. You find out shit, even today. But that's whatever. Live, Live your amateurish selves, whatever. The camcorder... You could audio dub. Oh, okay. So it would not, it wouldn't, it would record over only the audio track. So you could have like, you know, musical montages in your films now, Mm -hmm. which I just thought was like, holy fucking shit. Yes, we've fucking arrived. Yeah. And then there was another thing we got at Radio Shack, which was a titler. Okay. That went between the VCR and the Mm -hmm. camcorder. That's nice. Now you could have fucking titles on there.
1: Yeah. How did that work? Like, did like would you be able to like type in the letters you wanted, or was it a weird thing where you like put a picture of it in front?
0: No, you typed in the letters you wanted. Okay. It even nice. had like different fonts. I think it had like five different fonts
1: even. Interesting. So so my camcorder mm-hmm. had something like that built in to do oh, titles, God. but it did not work. Like you typed it was, this was the strangest thing.
0: You took a, you shot a piece of video of what you wanted the title. Yes.
1: To be? You would take in essence, a picture of it. So like, you know, you would maybe, so let's say you'd have a, here's how it would work. Imagine I have a, a white, a large white piece of paper and I could write on it whatever right this is the titles, easy you know, to
0: imagine so far
1: directed by brad koslick there it is i you could then point the camera at it you know get it in focus however you know straight on you could even do weird things do it at an angle but let's just say we're doing a straight ass title it's straight on then there was a button you would hit and it would kind of capture it and it would kind of like look at the contrast it would
0: key it out
1: It would key it out so then it would just take but it was like a weird it wasn't like a photo of it it was like a weird like you know um it was very pixely and it was just like a primary it it was you could select colors and shit for it too but it would like let's say the color was blue you would have this very pixely blue like in essence scan of your writing
0: is this how you did the titles for Um, omno dummy
1: you know, I don't remember what the titles in that look like, but it must be because that's the only way I had to do titles.
0: Because I remember seeing those when I first watched that and I was like super jealous of them.
1: Yeah, it could do that. So like, again, most of the titles I did were like handwritten. So they're always fucking weird looking. And they're just this handwritten, like solid primary color, pink, red, blue. Right. right. And, and you could press the button so while you were recording you had to add the title
0: oh my god you could just press the button to recall it
1: you'd press the button and it would put it up and you had different effects it could just like appear on the screen press the button again it goes away you could press it and it could like scroll up from the bottom wow and stay there then when you press the button again it like can scroll back up or scroll but you know you scroll from the right left so it was like you had these abilities to do that but it was always weird because you would always pick up I guess I just wasn't meticulous enough. I probably could have done better, but I guess I just didn't care enough. That's always been my my hallmark. Um, You know, like you would get the writing, but it would always get some random other pixels, like a little shadow or like the corner of the paper had like yeah like a shadow on it right Right. the paper wasn't big enough so kind of on the edge you have a weird little like in the upper right corner like a line and when i would hit the thing to have it scroll up you'd see that weird thing on the side like scroll up with the title you know these are issues
0: that i deal with like
1: my trademark
0: still to this day
1: yeah you just can't fix these things but uh, and
0: and you know that's that's your aesthetic i don't even think it's a problem Right, not, not a bug.
1: Yeah, I was just embracing the low, fi quality of it.
0: Yeah, it w- and that worked. Again, mm-hmm. I was like blown away. Like, fuck, how did he do that?
1: Yeah, so it was a weird fucking feature. That's amazing, and I would though. Also, over music, but I have no idea how I did that. Thinking back,
0: yeah, that's.
1: I guess I would do something like
0: VCR to VCR, but in the middle. Is some sort of audio player And you just run the audio through that Maybe.
1: Well I think what I would probably do I don't remember What I want to say what I would do is Edit the movie So let's say I have a musical montage uh-huh. I would have to like Edit that montage onto a separate tape Okay And then play that montage You know Edit that footage of the montage Already edited Onto the master tape that has the master edit You know But then the audio source into that VCR was coming from some other machine. Sure. And I'd have to just kind of like hit play on both and record. Just kind of like synchronize them and do it. I feel like I couldn't do the fancy shit where like after the montage was done, the music was still playing in the next scene and like fades out. Like it was just kind of like, well, no,
0: I, I couldn't do that either.
1: Yeah. It was just like, bam. Okay. We wanted a musical montage in the middle of this. Yeah, there's, like it's there's a no whole finesse. separate thing. Right. I mean, you know, and it's very similar. Like you read these like stories about, you know, how Freddie Mercury did Bohemian Rhapsody. and He was dealing with the same stuff because they shit. only had like eight tracks. Right. And he was constantly mixing things down to more tracks and right. re-recording and cooking this machine up to this to overdub this thing on like. That was the name of the game, man. It that was. That was the magic time. You couldn't just fucking go on a computer and say, beep, 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 bleep, beep, and it just works.
0: No, that's not how it worked back then. And there, there was, like,
1: a, technological innovation happening there.
0: Even even at, like, our teenage level, there was innovation happening. And yes. there was, a, like, satisfaction to it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to get that technology to do what you wanted. It was like, it was God. It was like, uh, you had to be a God pretty much. Like it was, it was such
0: a skill to have that you were revered somewhat. If you could do it like I did the damn, like Bible school. Is that the, when they have it in the summer for a week, Bible vacation, Bible school. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I did the video for that. And then they showed it at the end of the Bible school thing. And everybody loved it so much. And then they played it in the fucking church service. Now, this shit's like 10 or 11 minutes long, man. <laughs> Everybody's just sitting there watching it. And they're just eating it up.
1: You had a captive audience. It was fucking cr- hundreds of people. But they fucking loved it. They, they fucking loved that's it. The, that's when you knew. The
0: uproarious applause at the end. And I'm just watching... Sitting there, like, oh god, this is so terrible. (laughs) Like, just seeing all the shit that I fucked up, and like, how bad some of the shots are, and how poor the audio is, and the shitty edits where I did stop instead of pause because I kept repeating this one shot over and over. Oh, did you get that? You know, just when there was a little funny moment, I'd replay the guy Hmm. saying it, and he was one of the church leaders. Everybody. Had a good time laughing at him, but like, you know, it was all fucked up and like, yeah, the tracking issues, the little statics <laughs> in there and right. parts. And I'm just like, this is so fucking embarrassing. And then it's just like, oh, oh we fucking love it. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Low bar, I guess. Yeah. But it was a low bar. Right. Nobody well, could fucking do it back
1: then. No one could do it. So that was amazing. Like seeing this stuff. And plus they're seeing themselves. So people yeah. fucking love that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, was it was new-ish. great.
0: Yeah, in like 1988? That was kind of new still.
1: Yeah. Anyway. So, Bob, I can bring this around full circle. Okay, go ahead. I Because gonna... you mentioned Vacation Bible School. Oh,
0: boy. And Bob Seeger f- taught I your don't, v- I VBS. I believe
1: I've never heard the term Vacation Bible School until about 10 years ago.
0: Oh, you played it off pretty cool then, just, just before. You're like, yeah, yeah, I know what that is, yeah.
1: I you. was like, yeah, well, I, oh, well, that's what made me. I was like, yes, I'm familiar with that term because I had to familiarize myself with it. <laughs> Ten years ago, you did. I want to say so, huh? Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I, it's kind of improved, but I, I saw a sign and it was like vacation Bible school, and I was like, Va- vacation fuck is Bible that? school.
0: Worst I, vacation I, why? ever.
1: I was <laughs> like, <laughs> why do you put the word vacation in front of that? What is that about? And then. <laughs> I started no. I think it's because to go to the house I lived to at the time, I I have to drive past a lot of churches, and you know I was raised Catholic. We didn't have the term vacation Bible school, as far as I know. Um,
0: the only vacation in Catholicism is hell if you masturbate too much
1: or at More all. More or less. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I th- I don't know. I think uh, a Catholics embrace you know going to the beach for vacation. Maybe
0: oh, I know they do. I'm just. But I'm giving it to you from a uh, Protestant perspective, those heathen Catholics.
1: Right. Which the. uh, Yeah. Anyway. But yes. New. So again, term common. You apparently grew up with it. Yeah. I. (laughs) For me, it's fairly recent. I started. I think I even like Googled it one day. (laughs) I was like vacation Bible school. What the fuck? Question mark. (laughs) Return.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I grew up with it, man. I went to it my whole life, pretty much until I was 18 years old. But once you got to, like, at least once I got to, like, ninth grade, maybe eighth grade, it's like, all right, we're not doing... This is for, you know, sixth graders. (sighs) So then I graduated to being in the skits at the beginning uh, and... My dad was like the showrunner of that, and he'd be in them too. And then we'd rehearse, and then I didn't have to go to stupid vacation Bible school. Mm -hmm. I could just get to act every morning in the skits. And then that was, you know, that was a bit of minor celebrity that I had. Yeah. And then, you know, at the end, Friday night, they put on this performance. All the grades practiced their little songs and shit. But the culmination is the like skit or play that we would put on and they would all, like, be a part of it, so it was, like, a super long one. You know, and you had to memorize your lines. It's a whole production. So it's better than nothing, better than going to actual Bible school. It's like summer vacation. I don't want to be in fucking church every day for a week straight, you know? Shitty. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah.
1: Not, uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not playing I, I, Bob Seeger in the hallways, you know?
1: No, for sure.
0: Can you name a Bob Seeger song?
1: No. <laughs> I bet I know them, but I can't.
0: Against the wind. I'm still running against the wind. I'm older now, but still running against the wind. No? Working no. on the night moves. Okay.
1: Beep, beep, beep. There you go. That one
0: I know. Okay. That one I know. Uh, What about... Um, I mean... Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, Phil Martin used to be able to play this a really rockin' good time on the piano when he was like... 10 years old. It's uh oh shit, you'll know it. And it might be a cover. It's such a rock in like fifties. Old time rock and roll. You know that one?
1: Uh, not by the title. Okay. What about, give me that. Wait, it's not what, uh, what he a danced... kind of music Tom... just soothes a yeah, soul. One. That and that song, days, okay.
0: and days of old, with right. that old time of rock and roll. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was going to Tom Cruise. He danced in his underwear to it. Is that what he did? Okay. I
0: haven't seen that film. At least I know of it. Neither have I.
1: But I know that clip. It's just always, it seemed to be like oft referenced. You know, it was one of those things that just became some kind of iconic thing. Other movies played homage to it. Comedies would kind of like put it in there as a little laugh line. Like
0: kind of like like after the
1: Matrix, everyone was doing like those like kind of bullet time things or something. Like sticks, like multi-platinum
0: selling artist, number one hits, ruled the '70s and early '80s. You know, kind of ubiquitous in the culture. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that.
1: <laughs> kind of like that, I guess. Except, well, that's the fucking donut hole for you.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? That's
1: well, donut and that's hole? the thing. Well, you know, it's I talk your about donut my, donut it's my donut hole. Not right, my donut hole. you My donut hole. You have a different donut hole. I think your donut, your donut, the size and the scope. Of the donut hole is probably related to having older siblings. Could be. That could and very well be. And because you had an older sibling, you were drawn, like, your donut hole is smaller than mine. That's well, my theory.
0: I don't know. It might just be differently shaped.
1: Or it may just be differently shaped. Yes. I, I think, so, so the- um, What about turn speaking, the page? Turn the page by, by sticks? Seeker, bro. Seeger. I, I, how does it go? Well
0: I can't think of it right now, obviously.
1: Yeah, I um, mean I may know it to hear it. I mean I know a lot of his songs are ubiquitous out there in the
0: la, 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 turn the page. Hang on, it's gonna it's gonna <laughs> come up here in a second. Here we go. Oh it starts with Sax. Can you hear this? I can't. Hear it now? Yes. East of Omaha. Not ringing the I mean, bell?
1: Can't, not ringing the bell. I mean, I can't hear it that well, but yeah, I don't think I know that one.
0: I'm going to get feedback if I turn it up too much louder. Hang on, let's get to the uh, core here. Bob Seger's so cringy. Do, do you know his appearance?
1: I might not. Yeah, I don't know. No, I can he hear that, that turn on the page. Right. I don't know
0: that one. Whatever. You knew a couple of them, though. I knew a couple of them. He just looks like your gross uncle wearing his tight black jeans. And like, remember? Okay. <laughs> remember Queen being the Blue Hornet band? Mark Ross, the guitar player, the saloon.
1: <laughs> I mean, I know that that was a band. I cannot place what they looked like at all into well, my brain right now.
0: You know, to us, Mark Ross was like old not ancient but he's old right he was it's like 24 like you, well no he wasn't 24 but if you would have asked us we would have said that dude's 50 something right. and he was probably 40 back then but whatever we would have said he was in his 50s and that's what Bob Seger reminds me of. always like a little too old to be this rock and roll star and like bearded but a really clean-shaven beard right and his right. tight black jeans and it's okay. just like, you don't, you don't fit. And like, I always imagine him being up there up on the stage with like a little pee stain. Cause he just went to the bathroom and some trickled out. Gotcha. And that's what happened to poor Mark Ross at the saloon. That one time I went to the bathroom and then he comes in there and he's right next to me. And I don't know if you remember the saloons <laughs> bathrooms. Do you? Maybe I no. was more, more entrenched, so to speak. In uh, bar culture than you were, Perhaps. but uh, but anyway, I remember
1: where they were located. I can't remember what okay. the inside of them. I can picture the saloon, and I can picture like where I think they were at least. I have some mental map in my brain, but yeah, I don't remember what the inside of them looked like. Sure, you walk
0: in, you face the bar. Stage is on the left. Bathrooms over there to the right. Yeah, more mm-hmm. yeah, fine. You wouldn't necessarily know the bathrooms because, you know, if you had any like if you were with it you'd avoid going, going into in there. them you're not going in there because you're going
1: outside and peeing in the alleyway
0: or you go across the street you know you go you go next door to highway pizza you go in there you do something right. you order a slice right. go to the bathroom do what you got to do but in the men's room the urinal was just one long trough slightly angled so it all ran downhill i went in there And it's like, oh, I gotta go, I gotta take a piss, do a piss. What do you say? Have a piss? I would say take. Well, you've given me the business about my nomenclature. (laughs) Specifically around pissing? Pissing or pooping, one of the two. Do a a piss, have a piss. I think- Like, what am I, I'm not taking it, I'm giving it, you know? Taking it? What am I, I'm not taking anything, I'm
1: giving. Well, that's a good point. Take a breath Take a breath
0: I'm not take I'm not Ingesting piss That would be Fucking gross I mean yeah. hey To each their own But not for me My point is I was Urinating Yes In the trough Which ran downhill And then Oh it was one
1: of these Trough situations It's a fucking trough Okay Everybody
0: pisses in one trough
1: Yeah I It's I, like I've, I'm familiar with the trough Situations Yes Ten yes.
0: feet long And you piss in it And there's a drain at the end, maybe one in the middle, but definitely a drain at the Mm -hmm. end. It all just flows downhill. Mm -hmm. I go in there and it's like, i am got to go fucking use the trough urinal. Great. And then Mark Ross comes in and stands right next to me uphill. And I'm just like, oh, God. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. And then he's pissing and I'm pissing. And then our piss is commingling and I it's see it. It's
1: commingling right in front of you.
0: Right in front of me, and I see it. It's slightly different shades, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this is what am I can't <laughs> I can't cut the stream off. I can't move down. Cause that mm-hmm. would be
1: weird. Even if you move down, than, uh, his is still going, that's still gonna happen. He's upstream, doesn't matter. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. There was no way out, so it's just I got it out as fast as I could, you know, took care of business, got out of there. You know, they were on a break from their set, and it's like he'd been chatting it up. It's like, oh shit, we're about to go back on. Go take a piss. Go urinate. And then he, I go back, sit sit down. He comes back out. It's like, all right, time to go again. And it's like, boom, they just break into, like, lead guitar. He's right out front with the lights on him, and he's just got a, like, quarter-sized piece thing just right there.
1: I mean... I can really sympathize though, because oh. it's hard to oh, fucking I avoid t- those. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like I, I, know.
1: I pick my pants based on like. Yes. You know, like you're not wearing some fucking khakis, right? Definitely Fuck not that
0: shit. <laughs> definitely can't not. Can't do it, and then you adjust things so that you know there's multiple levels of mitigation to make sure that doesn't happen. But I, he was just out of time, I guess, and like yeah. he's wearing these kind of like medium to light blue jeans yeah and like that's- tight and you know and he went right that's the other thing he went right from the bathroom basically on stage and then was lead guitaring right in, and we were right up front like right there just looking at it just like oh we have i we have to leave <laughs> it's like my piss was just commingling with that piss and we felt so bad for him but every time now every time we see him or mention him it's like oh there's peace Dane
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh peace Dane
1: how's he do? you know and it's if like if only they had calico cut pants back then
0: now what's is that something that uh Johnson would wear
1: no that is a they do a very long elaborate skit on this issue in I Think You Should Leave oh yeah, calico cut All right, I'll just throw that out there so you know all our listeners are going to be like emailing us, "Hey, <laughs> you talked about the peace stain, but you didn't mention calico cut pants. dot com." Well, we don't want that. That's that's blazing up the internet. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's a funny skit. It's not. It seems to be a perennial favorite, but for me. I could see why through the first watch through, it's like, yeah, that was a great fucking skit. That's like a, a one of the jewels. But on more and more watches, I'm like, yeah, no. well that's how I, I, I don't need to keep watching that one again and again. I want to watch the others again and again.
0: I don't really need to watch any of them again and again. First time through was enough for me. It just didn't resonate. I don't know.
1: Maybe you need to watch it more. Like well, another maybe. film that we've discussed a lot.
0: Could be. You never know. I did watch... I think I watched the hot dog one twice.
1: I do think it is similar to TBL or TBL film, as we can call it. Okay. Ah, uh, because it's not what it is on the surface. Okay. Per se. All right. You know what I mean. It's okay. more in not the gesture, exactly,
0: but enough to I understand your point. I guess it's
1: a vague concept. Yeah.
0: Okay, um, yeah, it's not like I'm anti that, but I just, I expected to love it a lot. He's no Nathan Fielder,
1: I'll put it that way. Expectation to payoff ratio. The, um, so I guess we're wrapping up here. I don't know if we want to start a whole new thing here or not. Well, maybe, maybe. Because Bob Seger was a rock star around the same
0: time Led Zeppelin was a rock star. Yeah, rock stars. that's
1: where I was going to get into. Well, I was going to get in there in a weird way.
0: All right, go ahead. You get in there. Pretend I didn't so you're, say. Well, you're talking to me
1: about Pete Seeger and other people. <laughs> yeah. Sticks not knowing things, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Jesus. So Christ, Warren Zevon.
0: Yeah, I know. you. You typed that. It's like, okay, <laughs> those are words. I know those two <laughs> words. I know what they um, mean. I know who he is. You do know who
1: he is. You're familiar with his music.
0: I can name, I think, two songs. All right. (laughs) You know.
1: I certainly know the name Warren Zevon. Send lawyers, guns, and money. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know. So I listened to Warren Zevon last night because, Uh, all right, there's too much. He's no Frank Zappa. I'll put it that way. The paths are too spaghettied.
0: It's all right. Just try your best, man.
1: So... Pete. Okay, so the reason I was looking at please Warren stop Zivon. saying Pete
0: Seeger, by the way. Once is was funny. Twice is too much. <laughs> um.
1: Okay. Warren
0: Zevon. Maybe three times it'll come
1: back around. Warren Zevon. Yeah. I was listening to him. Uh huh. Because. <laughs> Werewolves of London Yes, now that song I did know I did not know that was Warren Or maybe I did know that was Warren's Ewan Now that I'm saying it out loud I'm like, yeah, I may have known that But it was in the His hair was perfect <laughs> I So, okay, so I'm listening to Led Zeppelin Led Zeppelin comes up on just the like Random Like I'm listening to Brad Station On my streaming service of choice probably
0: because of white stripes if i had to guess or maybe idols like oh you like some
1: well, I guitar think also heavy think yeah and i've listened to led zeppelin i've actually sought them out specifically you're from aware time of the
0: time that's great even more so you've listened to them amazing
1: i definitely listened to them i don't know hey, Gomyo,
0: go ahead and skip this section
1: <laughs> i i know led zeppelin's like what i'm gonna call classics
0: Okay, and I'm but curious. I feel... I'm curious. Well, yeah. you probably can't name. It. I'm just curious. What those? I thought maybe you could say like this range uh, of albums was their classic
1: period. Yeah, I can't say that because okay. I don't know them by albums. Okay, like I can, and I don't, certainly don't know too many deep cuts. So I'm sure I've heard some because I have listened from time to time like Led Zeppelin albums. I mean, like you know, the ones that are big are like in my mind that are famous are like black dog sure is that the name of that song yeah um stairway to heaven of, of course, course. Um, both from led zeppelin 4 yes yeah i've gotten the picture that led zeppelin 4 is like the album that's the album yes yeah. yeah um it's like dark side of the
0: moon for pink floyd it's like you can have all these arguments and whatever and i have them with myself quite frequently but it's like at the end of the day it's like fuck off dark side of the moon come on mm-hmm. that's led zeppelin 4
1: yeah immigrant song oh
0: led zeppelin 3 huh
1: cashmere
0: love it um that was in the credit scene for the
1: secession i mean there's probably tons more um there the one, certainly are whole um, lot of that, love a whole lot of love thank you um <laughs> right Dazed and Confused.
0: Going to California. No? Did um, I get a little too deep?
1: I might. I, Going to I California probably...
0: with an aching in my
1: heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. Over the Hills and Far Away. Oh, fucking Ramble On, yeah. Ramble On, yes. There's a lot that a I lot. know. A uh, lot.
0: Every one of them. You'd know every song from Led Zeppelin 1, two and four, maybe not every swing from the gallows or just gallows pull. Maybe you'd know all of them from three, but I feel like three is a little bit of a, not a dip in quality, but like all of them a weren't as radio. Notoriety. Yes. There you go. Perfect. Yeah.
1: The, well, the later Led Zeppelin, and I guess I never fully appreciated this. So let's just break, go, get, go, go straight to the heart of the matter. Well, should
0: I just read
1: what you sent me? <laughs> sure. Read it.
0: Okay. This is last night. Now I was out by this point. And uh I wake up. And um <laughs> It's uh shit. That's not that's not it. Hang on. I wake up. Going through the timeline here. <sighs> Cuz we were talking about oh boy, I sent you some moon dog. Mhm. And then I was asking, oh, how whatever. And then you sent me you sent me an idol song and then I guess I wasn't out yet, but I was watching the Theranos documentary, so I was kinda checked mm-hmm. out. It mm-hmm. Says You talking to me about Moondog when I don't know the diff between Houses of the Holy and Fool in the Rain. Warren Zevon.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, it's all right there. It's all
0: right there. It's
1: all right there.
0: Now my question is <laughs> Do you mean Houses of the Holy, the song? Which is not on I mean the, the album. Song. Okay, that's not on the album Houses of the Holy, but the Rain song is on the album Houses of the Holy,
1: while. Now Fool that's interesting. In dude. The I rain. did not know any of that.
0: Fool in the Rain is on the album. Oh, I'm going to get this wrong, but I think. Presence, Whereas uh, the album.
1: I think Fool in the Rain is on In Through the Outdoor.
0: Oh, in, maybe In Through the Outdoor.
1: Maybe I'm wrong.
0: No, you're probably right. I, I get that period of Led Zeppelin is not my favorite. It's still good. Well, right,
1: exactly. I'm with you on that. And I don't think I appreciated the, the, this whole other era of Led Zeppelin. Kind of like how you have the early Beatles and the late Beatles.
0: Yeah, but Led in Zeppelin's Zeppelin, late, late period. It's reversed. Yes, like the early. Well,
1: well I guess reversed. it depends. People love the early Beatles. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. We're I see more what you mean. into the like. Oh, the late Beatles is where they really hit well, their yes, shit. Well, yes, and
0: you know? I'm in that camp too. Yes.
1: Yeah. Right. And with the beat with the Led Zeppelin, it's like they came out of the gate. Oh, with their foot on the gas, just right away. And then at the end, they're like, "Wait, what?" yeah yeah because like like um fool in the rain which i have like a mental block i feel like i have to fucking play it again just so i can remember how it
0: goes yes <laughs> yes. yes thank you i was standing I... alone in the morning watching the people go downtown. <laughs> that shit
1: and I, hey, I like that song. houses of the holy I can like and I feel I like houses of the holy chorus is the chorus to full in the rain like the two things just go together with me somehow That's I don't weird. know weird huh like full in the rain was playing and maybe my confusion comes from it being on the album houses of the holy and like I saw that on the little like you know in my car, I'm a little like, Fool in dash the Rain display. is not on
0: the album Houses of the Holy. The Rain song is on the album Houses of the Holy.
1: Oh, the Rain song is not Fool in the Rain. No, but there's the song, a song that's just quote unquote the Rain song,
0: right? But gotcha, the song Houses of the Holy <laughs> is on the album Physical Graffiti, right?
1: Okay, and
0: they're, they're doing a little clever, whatever.
1: Yes, a little gotcha. clever,
0: whatever. You know how people do clever whatever's.
1: Yes, I do know.
0: So yeah, it gets a little confusing because "Houses of the Holy" is their fifth album, came hot on the heels of Led Zeppelin they their you know the Holy Grail of Zeppelin. Now, "Houses of the Holy" is a great fucking album, but there is no song "The Houses Houses of the Holy" on the album. Houses right. of the Holy. Rain song is on there. Dire Maker. Um, oh. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. That's you dire maker. Yeah. That's right? dire yeah. maker. Yep.
1: I don't like that one either.
0: Well, it's a little too Calypso. It Maybe it's too whimsical. okay.
1: <laughs> like it's an okay song. Like it comes on the radio. I'm like, fine. I, but like, it's not what I'm here when I want to Led Zeppelin.
0: I like it. I like, see this, like, this is where they started. Cause basically with the exception of Led Zeppelin three, I kind of group all of their first four albums together like that's the Led Zeppelin sound. Again like mm-hmm. going back to what you were saying. Reverse of Beatles like I prefer late yeah. Beatles to early Beatles. Early Zep is where it's at. Definite transition point between Led Zeppelin IV and Houses of the Holy. There's like this trebliness and maybe some whimsy or something but um I still love it. And I think if they would have Iterated like this. And don't get me wrong, Physical Graffiti, great. That's a great album. Awesome shit. But it's super different than their first four albums. Just like everything like Revolver and Past is different than the early Beatles. Or like even uh, Six's first four albums. Yes. Different than Crystal Ball moving forward with uh, Equinox being a strange little nebulous intermediary there. Maybe Houses of the Holy is there. Equinox, but it's good over the hills and far away. You know dancing dancing days are here again. You don't like that shit
1: Oh wait, no quarter What's the name of that song dancing days? That's the name of that song dancing days. I don't remember that. I knew that song but I do. It's coming to me now. Yeah. yeah. No, enter. that's a good song. Yeah. Oh, even Dire Maker. I like Dire Maker. It yeah. is weird that it does have like that reggae beat or yeah, whatever.
0: They're just trying something. It's like I'm uh, just like, uh, it's like the, Stone's <laughs> like, doing disco. Miss you. I love
1: exactly. it. Exactly. I love
0: it. That's I don't care. Like. I'm not going to be um, so judgy. I fucking love it. No quarter,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah. Dire Maker. Like, I mean, Full in the Rain, I do not like.
0: I like it just because of like, oh, it was a nice little bright spot in there. Like, super mediocre or less than mediocre <laughs> like last slate of albums right it's like all right fine there's a little whatever it's better than the other shit on the album
1: <laughs> well I, I remember realizing that that song was led zeppelin because i don't think i think i knew that song just because it's a song that's, yeah it's all um, uh, kind of like, like lady or Come Sail Away way or
0: renegade or blue collar man yeah.
1: all of those and then the one day i saw fool in the rain i was like Led i was like Get that's fucking fuck lit one? wait right, right what this is hold on my whole world right yeah, so like yeah. and that's what happened yesterday because fool in the rain comes on yeah and in my mind i'm thinking like oh yeah this is houses of the holy <laughs> like i don't fucking know Then i realize it's not i'm like wait what the fuck i have to go listen to houses of the holy and i'm like yeah this is a different song wait no it's yeah, they're different, but still, if I'm not listening to the song, they somehow merge into one in my brain. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain that. But what I would say is, if you asked me about that shit, I would say that it's like Led Zeppelin doing Warren Zevon, which is not accurate in any way. I know that now.
0: <laughs> if you were asked about the song, The Fool in the Rain?
1: Yeah. I would say this, like- it's, like, it's like Warren Zevon. That's what I thought Warren Zevon sounded like. And I guess it's this kind of like late 70s, almost like kind of like easy, listening, rock and roll kind of thing going on. Well, it's 70s pop, maybe. Is it too pop? Yeah, something like that. But so then I was like, okay, I'm saying this is like Warren Zevon. <laughs> But what does Warren Zevon actually sound like? What songs does he even do? I don't even know. I just have this impression. And right. I used to think Fool in the Rain, House of the Holy were the same song. So i got to fucking figure this out. So now I go to Warren Zevon oh, on God. my streaming platform right. of choice. Not really like,
0: like Fool in the Rain so much.
1: No. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is this music? And then I was so deep in the donut hole because I'm like having that same experience that I have, which I'm like, what is this music? Like what is this mu? what is the lineage of this music what were his influences and what bands later took him as an influence I have no idea right. I'm just out here floating in space with this alien sounding music <laughs> to me listening to this Warren Zevon
0: Yeah no I hear you on that I hear you
1: So both late Led Zeppelin and Warren Zevon both send me flying out into space Yeah But they're not alike at all
0: no, okay Yeah, I think Well, there, you nailed it That's But well, I used
1: to think Warren Zevon sounded like that Like, like Fool before I Rain. realized "Full in the Rain Was Led Zeppelin You said What's that song? You just kind of hummed it You're like Dun, 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 dun Like, who, who, who does that song? I'd be like uh, Warren Zevon <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Maybe
0: uh, Maybe Zeppelin was taking their cues From Zevon
1: I mean, maybe in some way. It's like, we like the cut of his jib. his yeah. The cut of his calico pants. But, like, what the fuck really is with Warren Oh, I, I really don't know. I need to go down.
0: Yeah, I don't have any insight for you on that one. Maybe he heard uh, Tony's Garage or whatever the fuck and was like, I want to do stuff not like that, but I want to be as off-center as that. I, I don't know.
1: So... Frank's Zvon. garage.
0: What is that? What? Whose garage is it? Mike's garage. I don't know. Zappa.
1: So I just on Spotify searched Yvonne because yeah. I wanted to, and you got his son. No, I got led Zeppelin times white stripes user generated playlist. What? But I think get the it was f- just,
0: that's just coming from your search history. Probably
1: must be. Cause it there's no, take my search up there.
0: There's no, no way. <laughs> there's no fucking way fool in the rain though plant hits this totally off key note in that song yeah yeah which uh, i've always heard it and every every time i hear it it's like what they couldn't do a retake of that
1: they wanted it raw
0: it's obviously not raw you know what what album is that on again I already forgot in through the um, outdoor
1: i think i believe it's in through the yeah, outdoor through but the again outdoor. i'm a led zeppelin especially late area led zeppelin fire. i just believe i noticed that
0: yeah in through the I was,
1: outdoor I, I was looking up like what what even like what okay so what year is this song from because i'm trying to place like what is this
0: all of my love what about that one
1: you okay with yeah, that? I know that song. Or is that too schmaltzy for you?
0: I think that's a great song.
1: Yeah. Is that also on Into the Outdoor, I think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it sounds like a, old, like a ballad that I can easily picture, like, original Led Zeppelin doing. Hmm. Maybe I'm crazy on that, but.
0: It's a little more sensitive than I would have imagined them doing back then but
1: yeah maybe i i won't argue that but i guess musically like if they were if led zeppelin if original led zeppelin if led zeppelin for led zeppelin was to say let's do a really sentimental song more sentimental we normally do it would come out like then you know what i mean all right that makes any sense i guess like like it to me it just the puzzle piece fits with like okay Leds up on 4 whereas like dire maker and uh fool in the rain do not
0: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And again, I am okay with that. Like cuz they were trying to iterate. Yeah. I yeah I'm it.
1: fine with artists. Artists can change up genres. I'm not going to necessarily penalize. I mean, I'll tell you what, it is fraught with danger.
0: Of course. When well, an then artist then you can does pull that. it
1: off. So I'm not going to just uh, but you know, I'm not going to Sometimes it gets pulled off, sometimes it doesn't, and everywhere in between. Um, Again, I'm not a a student of uh, Led Zeppelin enough. I have not applied my rabbinical (laughs) mind to the Led Zeppelin catalog, so I I can't comment too much on it. But
0: Yeah, iterations, the Arby Dragons.
1: I still, even today, after yesterday, intensively studying this issue, have some issue with Fool in the Rain and... Houses, Houses of, the Holy. of the Holy.
0: Well, it's like uh Moondog his song the well, n- not uh enough about human rights. But it's Moondog's um uh it's his song Stand By. It's one of his more popular ones. If if that's an adjective you can ascribe to him. It's a uh, theme instrumental. Okay. I, don't. I swear that Anil Morricone covered that for the Untouchables sorry, untouchables, the Untouchables soundtrack. For it might have been like Chase on the Roof or something like that. Um mm-hmm. I don't know if you listened to theme. I don't know if I sent this one to you.
1: No, I don't know. No, you did not. I have it right here though. I can Can you hear it at all? It's very low. I cannot hear it, but I do have it. Okay, there we go. 1969.
0: I don't, and I don't know how familiar you are familiar you are with The Untouchables, but it's got that... Not super familiar. Morricone soundtrack, and it's kind of like jarring and a s- little scrapey. And like, it's got these like offshoots of like dissonance and atonal stuff a little bit going on. And the one track where it's this tense scene and I can't remember which scene it was I swear it sounds just like this um, but I looked it up and it is a different song but god damn it I swear he was taking his inspiration from this because they were contemporaries mm-hmm. and then I realized that fucking guy died last year
1: More, the moondog Morricone
0: <sighs> he was still working man he was doing shit up until the last couple of years, which is crazy because he, he was scoring Sergio Leone spaghetti westerns in the 60s. Yeah. But did you Oh, also, right. did you listen to Birds Lament by Moondog? Because you know that song. Um. Just take a little a little
1: listen to it.
0: Mm-hmm. You'll
1: recognize it very quickly. Yeah. The only Moondog I was listening to was the album you sent me.
0: Good place to start, but.
1: Bird's Lament. I'm listening to it.
0: If you don't recognize it immediately, just within the first 15 seconds, then forget it. You don't know it. No, I don't know it. That seems crazy
1: to me. Why should I know it? I don't- Was it in, like, (laughs) Twin Peaks or something?
0: No, but it's it's in stuff. It's in stuff a lot, I feel like. It's kind of ubiquitous. From
1: the album Sax Packs for a Sax.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) Right.
1: 1997. Yeah, I don't know. Come on a blank on this one, unfortunately. That's crazy.
0: That's crazy to me. I just, I don't know where it's been used, but I feel like it's in commercials. It's in movies.
1: It does have a feel. Yeah, it's it does. got trans- that feel. It does transport me to some sort of ambiguous place that I can almost perceive.
0: Yeah. Kind of like Exuma, you know? Yes. It takes you to a little bit of a different place.
1: Yeah, well, he definitely takes me to another place altogether. <laughs> I love it. Yes. This, uh, yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, worth worth puttering around in his catalog a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm going to putter around here for sure. But,
0: no, Ennio Morricone didn't rip off Moondog, but I got to say he was influenced. Oh,
1: I know who he is. Now that you said his name again, like, I was hearing it. I was just hearing it differently. I was
0: hearing it. How were you hearing Moondog differently than like Moo Dog, or
1: no, 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 M- M- Mora Cone. Oh, Mora Cone. Oh, not, Mora Cone, whatever am, it was. Well, you're saying traditional... I was thinking a name M A U R A space C O N E, like Mora Cone. Like the guy that th- when you said Sergio Leone it should have snapped in the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I remember when he died and everyone was like paying tribute to him online. I forgot that he did. Quentin Tarantino, everyone, right. Like, yeah, yeah, Well, did not you say he just died last year?
0: Yeah, 2020. I, I mean, I forgot. Yeah.
1: I just... Yeah, I remember... I mean, I don't think I would have known that name other than seeing all the coverage of it and discussion of it on, like, social media when he did pass away last year.
0: He's one of the preeminent
1: film composers of yeah. the last well, you know, I'm fucking not, 80 years. I, I'm not fucking well-versed in a lot of shit james horner
0: or it didn't happen is that where you're at
1: <laughs> i guess so i guess so all right bro uh untouchables i'm more familiar with like the tv series from the 50s than the movie okay i'll just say that Cool. because it would play after star trek on saturday nights boom back to star trek Circles within circles, plans within plans, spaghetti within spaghetti.
0: Donut holes within donut holes.